couple of years down the road, you are living in bright and sunny Los Angeles, California. Why did I go back? You uh, were pitching. You were pitching some ads to this uh, company. Okay. They're called uh, commercials for you. But it's like the number four and the letter U. Yeah. Well, yeah. that doesn't sound like a good commercial company. Yeah. But I mean, like you've seen some of the commercials they do. And like, honestly, they do some like pretty thought provoking stuff. Like there's one, there's one ad that they do. It's supposed to be for like Subway, but like halfway through, it turns into like a commentary <laughs> on like the Israeli Palestinian conflict. And so like, you're like, these guys clearly know what they're doing. Yeah. Well, it seems like some pretty heavy stuff. And the, the title is probably like, mocking some other part of the uh you know advertising industry uh they take it deadly serious okay so uh the owner this guy his name is uh uh gregory fightingsdale he is uh he's like takes kind of takes you under his wing mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. and so you come up with uh some cool ad stuff for them okay and what, what's my like what do i actually do my copywriter yeah, you're a copywriter. Uh, you 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 working like the you know creative. So you do um, you write scripts and and stuff like that. Sometimes you can like direct them. If, oh wow! If, yeah, if it's for like a uh, a company that is paying less than ten grand, mm-hmm. you get to direct it. Okay. Yeah, you direct some pretty interesting things. Uh, this is pretty exciting. Yeah, you directed uh, one where it was a anti drinking and driving ad. Uh huh. <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> The commercial you came up with is like this guy and he's driving and he's fucking hammered. Nice. Yeah. yeah. He's uh si- he's just chugging this uh up from a bottle of uh shithead Jim's shoebox whiskey. Yeah. And he is plastered. And then he looks up and he sees in the middle of a road uh Jesus Christ. Like yeah. resurrected. Yeah. And he's just like what and gets out of the way. And so he like crashes mm-hmm. and the crash scene lasts uh three and a half minutes dude dude like this is great yeah i mean be, like it's it's dark it's gritty yeah and you know there's there's some elevated ideas about religion in there i'm really happy with my directing yeah and people are like like people will write like articles like people write like grad students write their final papers on it basically like what is like you know what this what is this commercial saying about christ yeah it yeah. won it won uh best commercial of the year award i'm glad i did them good like yeah. they made a good hire the name of the com- you named the commercial um Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> yeah, edgy. I like yeah. it. Um and so you're talking to them and you're like, I have got some pretty cool ads for you guys. Uh-huh. And they're like, lay it on us, brother. And uh your first idea is um it's an ad for Topo Chico. Uh it's soda water, you know? Okay. Uh and it's but it's like fizzy. So you do a song parody. You you show up and you're like, I'm getting fizzy with it. No, 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 no. Getting fizzy with it. Yeah. And they're like, what the fuck? And you're like, um, okay, here's another one. You have one for uh, for Red Bull. You're like, you know, you know, they give you wings and stuff. Mm-hmm. And the name of this commercial is Just Winging It. And uh, what happens is people drink uh, Red Bull and then they uh, grow wings and they fly into the sun. <laughs> and like you hear them screaming. Yeah. Uh, that lasts five minutes. So they're like, clearly there's something going on. Like, like this kind of blows. Yeah. So they fire you. Oh, so like that was, well, I guess they weren't ready for me. 
So you try on like a couple different things to make money. You open a you open a business called H two O to go, and what it is is it's just a business. It's a like a like a, a fucking a store, uh, and it is huge. And there are it's just filled with bottled water. Yeah, just like a big Costco, just water, just water. H two O to go. Mm-hmm. No one's allowed to drink water in the store. Like, like they like they take it serious, dude. Like they like if someone if they see you drinking water inside H two O to go, they'll break your fucking knees. Oh, and this is my company. Yeah, and I was like, fucking, don't let people get wa- drink water. Yeah, you're these, like these it's are my rules to go. These are my rules. Yeah. Oh, it's to go because so because if, if they're drinking in my store, it, the store wouldn't would be a liar. Uh, yeah, basically. Okay. Well, so, I, uh, I guess business doesn't last too long. You're like, God damn it. You start a business called, uh, nothing but rakes. <laughs> and you have I like, that's what this story is. <laughs> it's pretty much exactly what you think it is. You're, you're selling rakes, but like different types of rakes. Yeah. Like, like you have some like, you know, uh, affordable stuff for the working man. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. You have, um, like upscale rakes. You know what I mean? Made by like Calvin Klein and like yeah. shit like that. I'm like the place where people go when they're not only in the rakes, but also rake culture. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like when you, if you like, you'll see people rubbing shoulders in there where it's like some guys like, yeah, you know, I just, I'm new in town. I just, I need a rake. The whatever. LA rake scene. And then there are some people who are like looking around and they're like into it. You know what yeah. I mean? These are rake connoisseurs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's been a resurgence in the LA area of uh, rake culture. Uh, and so basically what it is, is um, like people are like writing like uh, art, like there's like magazines and stuff dedicated to just rakes. Sure. And like the people who use rakes. Yeah. And there's all different types of, you know, articles being written about the different rakes that are coming out that year. Mm-hmm. New models, 2020 rakes. Yeah. Coming, yeah. Coming out in September. And there's some interesting stuff coming out. I bet. There's one, uh, there's one um, <laughs> rake that they call the Christ killer. Oh. And they're like, it's bold. Yeah. And when people are like, why do you call it that? They're like, they kind of smile and they're like, you'll see. Okay. Um, there's one called um, <laughs> the demon's bracelet. These are like, these, this is very masculine rakes. Is this like, fucking like everyone's just like rake is rake like people just like fucking real aggro like like is it like the same type of people that be maybe into a motorcycle um there's yeah sometimes there are some like weekend warriors there you know people who just use their rake maybe like two or three times a month but there like are some serious rakers now dude and like there's like these crazy models that can um uh kind of support the raking that they want to do yeah well they're not in it for the rakes they're in it for the satisfaction so, um, <laughs> yeah, satis- the, the satisfaction of what? The satisfaction of a freshly raked front yard. Well, yeah, I think we all could relate to that. Yeah. <laughs> so that business goes under as well. So you're kind of like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? So you get a job at a, uh, at a lighthouse. Okay. So my, okay. So rake. Rake City, nothing but rakes. Nothing but rakes. Yeah, it goes under. Went under. Now it's a lighthouse. You settled on fire to uh, try to get the insurance money. Mm-hmm. Which doesn't work. No. What is the lake? Is the lighthouse in LA? Yeah. 
it's on, it's like the it's a uh, right on like the beach. You know what I mean? Okay. So, um, but it's like in this weird like desolate area. There's just like not a lot of people there. They okay. call it the the little pasture. Is the name of the of the part of town that yeah. this lighthouse is in? Do I live in this lighthouse too? Yeah. Okay. And um, basically, what ends up happening is that um, wait, why am I still in L.A.? Why would I still live in L.A. if I can? I don't have my uh, my ad job. Yeah. So you meet other for the ad job. It didn't work out. But um, the reason that you stay out there is that you're like, you know what? I'm already out here. You think to yourself, I'm not gonna let this fucking city break me oh, I, you say that while staring at the moon <laughs> you're completely nude standing on the beach yeah well i all right i don't i don't i don't i don't like los angeles yeah i don't want to be there right but then but now i'm determined to be there because of you, how much i don't like it yeah you scream at the moon you can't beat me god maybe the next day you feel kind of embarrassed so you're working in this lighthouse and things are going okay, I guess, you know, um, you uh, like live there, mm-hmm. you sleep there. Yeah. Uh, and you kind of, you're like, yeah, this is kind of cool. You kind of get into it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's a couple of lighthouses in the area and you guys like communicate by like Morse code and stuff like that. Yeah. There's one guy, uh, lighthouse across the way. Um, Eldrick Ocean is his name. Oh, okay. Sounds like he, yeah, he is ready for the job. He was born into it. Yeah, his parents founded uh, Ocean City, Maryland, and mm. then they moved to the coast. <laughs> yeah, for a second there, I thought it was uh, named after the ocean, not a family. No, it's 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 a family. Uh, the, it, then, like the parents are like from Ocean City, Maryland, so they have horrible Maryland accents. Mm. They're like, hey, dear, hun, how's the lighthouse going? Is that, is that what a Maryland accent sounds like? Yeah, it's bad. Okay. Um, so he's there, and then there's a, another one across the way. It's uh, this woman named uh, Sandra Alexander. Oh, okay. Oh, Sandy Alex. Her light, and you guys uh, communicate in Morse code and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And um, you kind of find yourself falling for her. Mm-hmm. The color, of, code. the color of her, the light that she has, uh-huh. it's red. That's fine. And you're reminded of a, a day. Uh, one time when you were 10 years old, you were uh, hanging out with some guys playing basketball and you started, you were bragging that like, all you do is like uh, drain threes and slam dunks. <laughs> yeah. And people are like, uh-huh. all right, let's, let's see it. And like, uh-huh. and like you're playing, uh, and it's this weird thing because it starts off as like five on five. Yeah. But then it kind of like you notice that like people are like leaving the court. Mm-hmm. Becomes four on four. Becomes three on three. And you guys are dead even. Okay. Shirts versus skins. Uh-huh. Who's on my team? Um, These lighthouse people? Oh, no. This is a flashback. These oh, are like uh, okay. kids. But uh, the, the two remaining kids on uh, your team are named... Uh, <laughs> Uh, Bert Kaleidoscope and uh, it's this uh, this girl named uh, The Breeze. <laughs> okay. 
Well, she, I mean, she, Bird, call, she calls herself that. You never bothered to learn a real name. <laughs> um, and then eventually it uh, kind of like bears down. It's one on one. Okay. Who am I going against? You had a bully when you were growing up. Fuck yeah. His name was uh, Brian Stevenson Jones. Uh, what happened is uh, his name was Brian Stevenson, and yeah. then his uh, dad, uh, you know, got remarried and stuff, and they just combined their last name. Uh huh. So now he's Brian Stevenson Jones. Okay. And he hates it. Oh, he doesn't like the hyphen. Sometimes uh, he wishes he could fight the sky. That's how angry he is about this. <laughs> and he takes it out on the world. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, people call him the hyphen behind his back. Oh boy, he yeah. hates that. So it's you and him, you and the hyphen, one on one. And he's like taunting and saying stuff. Like he says some stuff about you that like he shouldn't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like secrets. And you're like, how the hell does he know that? And so you're getting pissed, and you're just like, like you know what? Fuck this. You cross him up. The hyphen goes flying. Wow. Like, not just like, oh, he kind of trips. Like, he goes eight feet to the left. Yeah. Yeah, well. You run towards that basket. And you don't know why you did this. <laughs> but you actually <laughs> leapt from the free throw line. And almost like in slow motion, you skyrocket towards that fucking basket. Mm-hmm. It's almost like time slows down, like you become like really aware of your surroundings. Yeah, this sounds good. Like, you look I'm over, gonna, I'm gonna fucking you can it. count the beads of sweat on a nearby child's face. I'm hyper aware. I like it. You can hear uh, the principal uh, having an affair. I have superhuman powers. Yeah. <laughs> your, uh, your principal, <laughs> this guy, uh, Doc Sanders. He was the principal and he was fucking so many teachers, dude. Uh, like he was having crazy ass affairs. And uh, eventually like her, his wife found out and she uh, like blew their house up. Well, but that's not for many years to come. <laughs> yeah. Well, it happens, you know. So you're like hurtling towards the air. Yeah. And you stunk that basketball. You do it from the fucking foul line you know yeah I mean? oh i i feel good about that and you you drop to the ground standing in front of you is this girl that you had everyone had a huge crush on this yeah. girl you know what i mean beat that fellas yeah elizabeth handle <laughs> and uh you drop and she's standing in front of you and like you look over and like in the grass there's growing a red rose you pick up that rose you give it to her yeah the wind picks up violently and the petals of those roses go off into the uh, the air. I'm like a Japanese music video. You never see them hit the ground. Oh, wow. That's like romantic. The color of that rose is the same color of that woman, you know, shining the her, her red light at you. Wow. Wow. Okay. I love this color of red. You fucking love it sometimes wow. you feel like you're addicted well i understand i get i'm glad we got to the bottom of it though you yeah. know because if that was like unsorted out i just really liked red that'd been weird uh you're playing uh you brought a you found your old nintendo system okay so you brought it to the lighthouse uh and uh you're 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 playing duck hunt yeah i can do that are you any good at duck hunt I mean, I never played it right. I always put the gun right up towards the television. 
Yeah. So, so I don't, and I, I can't gauge my actual skill level. So you're determined to not make that mistake again. Yeah. So you stand back, you start playing, and you're like, uh, you're doing okay. But as the longer you play, like, you know, the better you get, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then um, finally you die after like an hour of playing. Yeah. Well, that's pretty good. And that like dog pops up. Yeah. And instead of like laughing at you, he holds up a sign that says, You've been chosen. Wow. Your phone rings. What do you do? I answer it. I'm in a fucking lighthouse. I have nothing else going on. I'm just happy I'm talking to someone, to be honest. You hear this voice like, hey, this is Chester Rodriguez, and I'm calling from the Landlax Corporation. have an income earning opportunity for you. Do you have a minute? Yeah, lay it on me, Chester. I'm all ears. He's like, you know, we're doing this uh, study. Uh, our scientists are trying to cure racism. I support I support scientists doing that. And he's like, yeah. It's like, hell yeah. He's <laughs> like, uh, so basically... Um, they're trying to like, we just kind of need some like inpatients, basically. You know, we, we need some people that we are. Yeah, we are going to run some tests, but it's just going to be like giving you pills and stuff like that. You might even get a placebo. Um, all we're going to do is just give you this pill. You take it. Let us know how you feel for the next few days. And um, we'll give you seventeen hundred dollars. Wait, is this pill <laughs> going to make me more racist or less racist? <laughs> they're like, well, you know, we really can't get into the details about the uh the study until you come in. Also, I live in a lighthouse. I don't know if I'm the best person to do this because I can't be a racist if I don't talk to anyone. They're like, well, you'd be surprised. <laughs> you'd be like, well, you're probably right. Yeah. So do you do it? Oh, man. Oh, that's a good question because, you know, <laughs> yeah, I do it. What else am I going to do? It's like, no, it's stare at a fucking lighthouse for goddamn life. Yeah. So you uh, walk down the uh, staircase. You open the door of your lighthouse. So you haven't left this lighthouse in a minute. No, yeah. Mm. You open the door, and standing there is a man. Uh-huh. He's wearing like a blue, like, wizard's cloak. Okay. He has a, a staff mm-hmm. on the end of it. Tip of it is a uh, kielbasa. Okay. Nice. Uh, His uh, outfit is wearing the cloak. There's a bunch of like bear heads on uh-huh. it. And you're kind of like, huh. And it looks expensive, dude. We're talking yeah. like official NFL gear. <laughs> yeah. Officially licensed. And this guy, it's it's he has a terrible accent. Almost like he doesn't know how to do the accent. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like a hey dear zach i'm the wizard of chicago that's a good that's a good chicago accent for a, a wizard that does it poorly and he goes thank you yeah he hey goes, do you have a minute there of course man let's let's talk he bites into his fucking kielbasa oh, juice right. drips into his beard yeah he's like uh he goes on to tell you he's like look don't do that study okay no problem i believe you, you i just, love chicago and he goes you don't want to hear any details or anything (laughs) hey like i just joined the study because i was bored essentially like i'll break that study if you want to be my friend he goes he kind of like looks at you and his eyes shine and he goes we can be friends 
Good. What part? Of, what part of Chicago? He reaches out uh, his hand. Oh. What do you do? You have something in your hand. Just reach out his hand, like shake your hand. Yeah, I shake it. You shake his hand, and you go on to have quite possibly the best weekend of your life, dude. What do we do? Um, he's he just knows, like he's from Chicago, obviously. Uh, we go back but, to Chicago. No, he shows you on oh. LA because he's like, he's like, you know, I know a lot of places here. He's like, I know a place where we can get a Chicago special. Oh, I've been there. It's in, it's in Burbank. Yeah. So, he, but he's like, he goes, not that one. And he goes, that one. And he that goes, one's owned by Joe Montagna. And he goes, duh, bears. He's like, remember that? Yeah. So he just shows you around like LA and he's like, you guys have a great fucking time. He shows you like these cool places that you never knew wow. were okay. there. And they're just around the corner from places. You're like I never even fucking knew this neighborhood was here. There's yeah. one neighborhood where everything is made out of gummy bears. Wow. Yeah. There's uh, you That's... go to this record store and they're like, yeah, we have uh, all the records that the art that they never finished writing. So he goes, we this got, is a crazy record store. He's like, yeah, the guy who owns it, Bob Knee. Oh, he's like, uh, he's like, <laughs> yeah, man, check out this, check out this. He goes, first edition. It's like vinyl. And you look at it, and it's like it's a bunch. It's a it's a Beatles record. Yeah, but uh, what it is, it's the Beatles, but all their backs are to the camera, so it's just the back, the back of them. You don't see their faces. Yeah, and you have a feeling if you ever did, you'd go mad. Okay, well then I don't want to look. And so, uh, so it's all the songs that like Paul McCartney and all them that they never actually wrote. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, some of them are pretty cool. Some of them are kind yeah. of out there. There's one song uh, that George Harrison wrote, and it's just like, um, <laughs> "I like presents, bearing out down. <laughs> Give me your presents, down out down. I love to get presents down down out down. Put them under me tree." So there's some stuff that's not very good. Have you heard Temporary Secretary? Because if it's fucking, that's terrible too. So I could see the present song. The present song is canon as far as like, sure. I'm concerned. So and you, so he just takes you around. You guys just have like a great time. You know what yeah. I mean? And uh, at the end of the weekend, he's like, thanks for not doing that dare study. Hey, no problem, man. What part of Chicago are you from? He kind of like gets a far away look in his eyes. He's like, I wish I could remember. Oh. So he goes home. Uh, we just like leaves. And uh, you never see him again. Uh, but you like hold on to those like uh, memories. Yeah. Of your amazing weekend. You know, that's like worth a lot. Especially my as my life as a... Uh, like a fucking lighthouse guy just to have one good weekend more weekends i would have had if i would have said no to him uh so you just kind of live your life in the, in the lighthouse and stuff and um a couple years later the landlax corporation announces that they've cured racism yeah and um they're like uh so you know it's available at uh stores for 9.95 cool uh and they're like everyone but zach Oh no! I'm the, so, I'm the last racist. On yeah. Earth. <laughs> so what happens is everyone takes it. You're the last racist on the, the face of the planet. Oh uh, no! They're just so mad at you for the because you didn't do that study. And then um, one day you were like, off. You were like ostracized from your community. And yeah, stuff I be- should be. Sure. And uh, like one day you were uh, walking down the street 
and um, you kind of like looked over at a, there was something written in like a, like a clearly like Asian language. And you like, you looked at it and you're like, is that Chinese or something? But it wasn't, it was Japanese and everyone gets really mad and they yep. uh, kick the shit out of you. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> they kick you. No one punches you. They just kick. There's like endless shoes on your fucking body, dude. There's not a mo- there's not a spot on your body that yeah. is not like violated basically oh, by no. these fucking shoes. And as you cling there uh, with uh, the last uh, your last bit of strength, you're just like, oh man, you know, like oh this sucks, and like you're dying. Suddenly, you hear uh, a voice whisper, "Give your soul to the trees." And you go, where the hell did that come from? And then you die. <laughs> Those rose petals from your youth, they yeah. finally land and they outline your body perfectly. Oh. <laughs> that, dude, that's poetic. And I got to say, like, with that whole life, I had a pretty cool life. I mean, I was an yeah. exec. I lived in a lighthouse. I fucking hung off the Chicago guy. I mean, I'm okay with dying. You did a lot of stuff. Yeah. And you were beaten to death because of... Uh, your racism, your ignorance, be, dude. Being the last, being the the last like racist on earth is that's the name of the movie that they made about you. <laughs> and like they are not respectful of like the truth. Like they like make up stuff. Well, I mean, I I hope I hope my my story can be a lesson to others. Yeah. <laughs> what well, isn't? Because everyone took the pill, so. <laughs> You're just viewed as an archaic <laughs> piece of shit. Oh, fuck. Well, whatever. So you died. <laughs> <laughs>